you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Welcome to She's All Over the Place. Um, today, we have the artist Nikki Scorpio on. And I've had the honor to have him on season one, season two, and now season three. So uh, we're, you know, always having beautiful in-depth conversations. And um, he has a new single called Irregular. And uh, with no further ado, we're just going to have Nikki on and we're going to chit-chat it up. Hey, Nikki. Hey, thank you for having me and thank you for doing what you're doing. I'm, I'm glad that we're talking right now. It's important to have conversations right now and have human interaction. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely more than ever, especially after a lot of people being cooped up, you know, for the last year and a half, what, March, April, May, June, yeah, you know, almost a year and a half, yeah, so um, everyone's at, you know, different stages and a lot of people are out, but a lot of people are actually still, um, you know, on their farms or, you know, not traveling and not out, so uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm always I'm always optimistic. Like I'm I'm at a place I'm at a place now where I've been through so much and I've been through so many different stages of my emotions and just learning so much knowledge that my main focus is just being is just being able to really focus on like how in in Buddhism and different spirituality to talk about you have to be here now. Like anytime I have a futuristic thought, I'm like, nope, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep being happy right here in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really optimistic of you. Um, Also must be quite challenging, um, you know, to wear your heart on your sleeve pun intended and uh you know <laughs> keep up with that it's it's a lot especially with yeah. uh the world we're in um but i feel you because i've been that way too and i understand where you're coming from i really really understand you know i just want to let you know a couple things uh one i think you're one of the coolest people that i know on the planet <laughs> uh yeah out of all the people i've ever met i just think you're so cool and you're so talented and original and, um, you know, like, I mean, if anyone sees Crybaby, our, our music video together, your first music video, you're so edgy, so colorful, so cool, self-taught, like so attention to the detail, so patient. Um, and that video still hasn't gotten all the love that it deserves. And uh, I'll put in the show notes, everyone check out Irregular, or not Irregular, uh, yeah, Irregular, because that's <laughs> going to be in the show notes, but Crybaby. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny because I don't even have the hard drive on me. Oh, maybe I do. I have, I think I have the video. I do because I gave it to um, Eliza to upload, but I have to remember to uh, upload that to our TSP page because we don't even have that on our page. It's on someone else's page. So they get all the love, views and likes, but um, we need to upload that immediately to our page so people can check that out. So um, I'll hold myself accountable and do that. So it's in the show notes so people can check out Crybaby to see how you're this amazing talented editor and you're just yeah a genius and you know when we were in Greece uh you wrote hard on my sleeve you wrote many songs talk about the process of writing songs and because I know you like to be energy in motion and um in motion with the flow when you're writing so let's talk about that a little bit your process 
Is that cool? Thank you. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting with songwriting because yes, I've noticed I can write and I can channel messages and lyrics better when I'm in motion. Like when I'm in New York, I'm when I'm on a subway, when when I'm in California, like if I'm in a car or something, an idea will hit me. You know, that for some reason that's that's how it operates. And you know, recently when I've been doing songwriting, it's been different because I've been more indoors. Like I've been, I've been doing these because um, you actually challenged me, and I was like, "Cool, let me just go with it." And so I started recording just verses and hooks and just dropping them online. These songs are just for me saying how much can I channel the anger and I feel that I feel. How much can I channel all of the different emotions that I feel in the whirlwind that I've that I've been through recently with you know people in my life having devastating health news and, you know, not being able to see people and connect with people and just seeing how people right now, although there's so much hope and there's so much greatness that because, because we're not taught certain things, there's so much division and there's so much hate right now. And for me, the music that I've been making really for the past couple of years, I call it wake up music. You know, it's like when you've been depressed, when you've gotten out of a bad relationship, that something happens or somebody comes into your life and it's just like, yo, you got to get up. You got to open up the the windows. You got to open up the curtains, take a shower, like, you know, get dressed, get up. I know that it's hard. I know that it hurts, you know, and that's the music that I'm making. And, and that's my focus. So I definitely, I like being in motion. I look forward to being in motion again. Uh, but for me, it's always about really thinking like, is this something, is this something that somebody can say to somebody else? Is this something that somebody's going to yell at the top of their lungs? Is this something that's going to move somebody? And, and what is the story that I'm telling? Like, what's my purpose with it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beautiful. Very nice. Thank you for sharing. Another thing you mentioned a few moments ago was being in the moment and um, and that moment is so sentimental and so tender and beautiful and um, it's uh, emotional, um, you know, being in the moment and being aware of the moment. Uh, I personally just watched uh, the documentary of Billie Eilish. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I want to watch that documentary every single day. Um, (laughs) I actually wrote her on Instagram because I was just so moved and like on the verge of tears. It shows her beautiful journey. And when she was at Coachella performing in the middle of it all, because like, you know, you know me, like before, like something's going to happen. Like if I'm doing like hosting a party or something, it's like, oh, I just want it to be over. Like sometimes you just you know, it's going to be great, but like, you just don't want to go because you're just like, oh, like, I don't want to go, but you do want to go, but you're so scared or you're just like, oh God, just, you feel like you're going to be a failure. You just want to like go and crawl and hide. Well, when she was in it, in the moment, in the center of all of it, during it, before she did this one song, she took a deep breath and she's like, can we just be in the moment? Like everyone's always thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. She's like, can we just all be in the moment right now? And she just like called it out, you know, and it was really beautiful and, you know, sacred because we're always wanting to be getting to the next moment and uh, not wanting to feel our feelings completely. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a scary thing. So it just, I liked how you were like, well, let's just be in the moment right now, you know? So, yeah, um, I, I feel like I've had enough conversations with enough people at different levels 
like I've met enough people that have a platform of success that a lot of people wish that they could have and see behind the scenes how human people are. And and I see the same connection with somebody who's holding up a sign asking for change on a street corner. I, I see that within that millionaire, you know? And for me, I'm watching how right now we're in a live time history book that we can all hold up our phones so that if somebody ever tries to say it happened this way, hopefully people can still pull up <laughs> YouTube and, and, and have archived all of the stuff that's happened while we've been alive, you know? And there's so, there's so much uncertainty that is within like the human psyche, within the human soul right now of like, what's gonna happen? I've come to the realization that I have to live in a world of intuition and manifesting. They're like, I have to, I have to understand my roots and my ancestors to know what they were focused on and to focus from that place to think like how if you study the Egyptian culture, they're like, there are certain ways that you can have peace right now. And I'm personally, <laughs> I'm, I, and a lot of people are, if you go on TikTok, you look, look at what people are sharing and what they're posting. Like people are tired of the facade. They're tired of the illusion. They're tired of, of people showing this like perfect life when it's not, it's not like that. People don't want that. And I think what's dope about Billie Eilish is, is how she and and the younger generations, like the kids that are that are like young right now, that are the future future, that are still brand new to this world, are very cool with mental health. They're cool with talking about this. It's the older generations that don't want to talk about this, and Hollywood doesn't want to talk about that. You literally can't tell a casting person that you had a bad day or that there was bad traffic. Like you can't say those kinds of things, and it's crazy because the levels of numbness that people have to how they really feel deep down inside are astounding. And so I'm speaking up and I'm glad that we're having this conversation now because when people don't have mental health issues, like when they're just born into a life that genetically like doesn't involve any kind of anxieties, they're taught you're good enough, you're worthy, you know what I'm saying? Like those kinds of things, when people come into the world, when you when you raise a child with the belief that they're good enough and that no matter what anybody says that their ideas are brilliant, that person doesn't understand that person who's talking to themselves, who's on the edge, who's depressed. Like people, people that that come from that like lack of understanding. That's why they love hip hop. That's why they love like different trends and stuff because people are trying to figure out how can people who come from such poverty and such pain and such violence and hurt create like the greatest trends and the greatest sounds in the world. So my point is, is, is that we need to give ourselves permission to be free, to be mentally free, mm -hmm. to, to truly, truly not care what other people think. Yeah. And that is not easy. <laughs> yeah, I love everything you just said. You've always been on the cool pulse of culture and ahead of the curve and very, um, I mean, I've known you, gosh, for almost a decade now. And since day one, you're talking about community and like everyone and their brother the last three, four years, they're like, oh, community, community. And yeah. it's just like you've been saying it since day one and like about community, which is healthy, which is great. You know, that's how people are thinking and being. That's a step in the good direction. Uh, I'm really excited for you to see this uh, documentary. Uh, maybe we'll watch it together when I see you. 
I'm definitely going to watch it with my 13-year-old niece. She loves yeah. her. She loves Billie Eilish. I was going to get her this t-shirt when I was out shopping with my mom one time. And it was dope. And it was all green. And that's her, Lana's favorite color. And yeah. my mom didn't want her to have it. And I'm just like, why? And my mom like, just didn't. I'm like, okay, just I wanted to respect my mom and everything. My mom needs to sit down and watch this documentary and listen to this mother speak about her child and yeah. what she's saying about Billy and the girls living at in her parents' childhood home. And she's winning six Grammys and having Justin Bieber FaceTime her. You know, it's yeah. like if my mom, I don't know if, like you said, because of the generational differences, I don't know if my mom would get it, but I remember. When Kesha first came off, my mom was like, you know, anti this, anti this. And it was like, I wanted to like fit in or feel like it was okay, but I wanted to be a good girl. And also, you know, I was limited. But then I remember like years later, I came home and like my mom's bumping Kesha and I'm just looking, I'm just looking over. I'm just like, yo, like, wait, the way I grew up, it was like, this was everything against what I should be doing. Yeah. And like, you're bumping out to Kesha right now. Like, I just, I was just like, I didn't know if it was hypocritical. I actually got like angry, like well, going down the street. Like this was a few years ago. I was like anger, you know what I mean? Because it's like you, you think one thing and then someone's another and then, or you think yeah. one thing and then it's like, you're not authentic to yourself and who you are based on what other people feel. And so, you know, we're being inauthentic and I was, you know, getting an inspiration from you about like, you know, being more real on TikTok and it's the place to like communicate. And, you know, I, I was just like reflecting right before we got on, you know, the call today. And I was just like, or literally today, it's 1.32 in the morning. So <laughs> whatever, Technically well, today for you. whatever day it is for you. Yeah. But <laughs> um, yeah, um, I was reflecting and I was thinking I just lost my thought, but that's okay. What were Kesha, we just talking about? Kesha, Kesha, your mom. Oh, oh, you're inspiring me to, you know, be on the TikTok and and be more authentic and stuff. And I was reflecting and I was like, you know, because after seeing literally this um, documentary, it's like two hours and 20 minutes. And I, I just want to like seriously watch it every day because I'm so angry. I just want to like rip someone's head off right now. I'm like so, yeah. you know, moved and angered and inspired and yeah and and I wanted to do a TikTok and I was like premeditative of it and I was like you know what I I first I want to apologize to myself like for being inauthentic like first and foremost to myself for being silent for holding so many lies for protecting so many other people and then me like not being authentic to myself to right. for this imposter syndrome and I think that all ties into you know, being irregular, right? And it ties into yeah. the message of your music and what you're talking about and how we all connect and, you know, mental health and how we're yeah. the um, diverse culture and how we're irregular and how we can share our stories and how we're, you know, so you want to share some stuff about what irregular means to you? Yeah, I mean, I just, I know, I know within my heart of hearts, like I would gamble everything that, that I have that like, my DNA is not 100% from planet Earth. And those conversations are becoming more normalized. Like even the the rapper Young Thug said that, that he's like, there's a planet in an interview. He's like, there's an there's another planet that's like Earth, but it's yeah. different, but it's like Earth. And he's like, I think I come from there. Like my whole 
focus and perspective and conversation that I'm having right now is like, we need to really, really admit, like it took me a while to admit that the last few months I've been depressed. I didn't want to because I'm, I'm captain optimistic. Mm-hmm. And, and again, there's been so much stuff where I'm like, I can't sit here and put a smile on my face anymore for people. Like to your point, I've given so much Like I was just having a conversation with somebody about this. People, a lot of times that are depressed or have it the hardest, I get more love from somebody who has 300 followers than from somebody who has 20,000. I will get more shares. In fact, when it comes to money, when it comes to sales, one of the first jobs that I had was I would go door to door and I would sell newspapers. And I would find that when I would go into the rough part of town, because we would go into into Piedmont in the Bay Area, which is like the Beverly Hills of the Bay, beautiful part of the Bay Area. When I would go into Fruitvale or East Oakland or West Oakland and into kind of like, you know, rougher part of towns, those people would buy the newspaper subscriptions. They they were the ones that would spend more. They People, and there's a lot of different psychology behind it, but it's like our society, it is possible for all of us to think differently. It is possible for us to disagree. It is possible for us to see things differently and to actually all get along and to respect that other people think differently. There are certain things that, in my opinion, should be talked about that go beyond religion, that go beyond politics, that go beyond your truth and my truth that are just factual parts of of who we are that are now being proven and, and talked about that if everybody on a collective conscious level understood these certain things, all of the hate and the fear and the division would go away. We are watching celebrities and entertainers as normal human beings, not for people who are already in that industry. I'm talking about normal human beings who work nine to five jobs, normal human beings that are entrepreneurs, et cetera, are almost without even wanting to, forced to watch all of these things that just keep us numb and just and looking at our lives and hating our lives and hating ourselves. And again, I've kicked it with millionaires and then I go behind the scene and they're like craving to have a real normal conversation, just like a normal, how are you doing? Like I'm a real human and I don't don't care about your money conversation. There are things that go beyond class and race and sex that connect all of us. And we've been taught not to talk about these things. That's why there's more depression. That's why there's more people taking medication now, because we've literally been taught. What do you do when somebody's fighting? You you pull out your phone. You don't, you don't break up the fight. You don't tell them to stop. You pull out your phone so you can get views. And and that summarizes it. Yeah. My, uh, my niece, she, uh, is 13 and, uh, she got this bike and she was riding around and she want to know what happened Mm. she fell and everyone laughed at her instead of going and helping her and picking her up she has these scrapes on her knees that very bad fell like I don't know I don't know like if she was dodging a car or what going too fast probably she goes very fast on the roller skates she's runner very quick and I had to tell her I said those people and I felt so bad because I found out um she laughed when she fell and she, you know, instead of crying, she laughed because she, she was embarrassed for falling yeah. and everyone was laughing at her. So she laughed. And I remember being that. I remember being that situation and you put up the emotion 
uh, a fall, a, a shield, a, fa- a false emotion instead of the real emotion yeah. because you get embarrassed. Right. Um, and, and you're doing that at 13 and we're doing, and we're taught that and we do that. And then we do that as adults. So I told her, I said, those people laughing, they, I said, I said, no one came over and helped you. I said, those people aren't your friends. They're insecure. And um, their parents didn't teach them. The parents right. didn't teach them. If you see a friend, someone fall, you go help them. So the people pulling out the phones and doing that, it's because the parents didn't teach them. And this is and this is my biggest frustration is that older generations talk so much smack about younger generations. And I'm like, yo, take responsibility. You raised them. You were watching them. And this is and this is the issue. If you talk with your grandparents, if you talk with people that are like 50, 60 years old, besides the fact that there was a lot of racism, there was things were overall on, on an overall level, things were worse as far as like human evolution, right? However, that on a American, just speaking like from like an American standpoint, that it was the norm when people were growing up that the neighborhood was more involved with you, that the neighborhood knew the other members of that neighborhood. And that if you would act up, if you would do something that like that one neighbor would be like your your aunt or your uncle or like a friend would say like, hey, don't do that. That's the whole, again, whatever, wherever background, whatever your race or ethnicity is, your ancestors used to do that same thing. It's the tribe, it's the collective, it's the community that doesn't really exist anymore. And in other parts of the world, it does. And in other parts of the world where people have less money and less technology and less electronics than we do, they're way, way happier. It's this whole cycle of like people literally just want to be they just want to be in the spotlight now like people just want to be famous they just want to be the next they want to be seen and they want to be heard in the spotlight that's for me why i'm i've been talking more about how entertainment is and how every single entertainer is taking pills and is on drugs and and nobody sees anything wrong with that they're like look look at britney spears like look at look at what people are going through right now in in entertainment and and it's a joke because people say oh poor kanye west he's got millions of dollars this man is a human being and 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 we treat people like like garbage and and then just wait on the next celebrity and then when that person dies then like we're we're worshiping them like it's the whole the whole system from beginning to end is is wild and there there are other cultures there are places in other parts of the world where people have understandings where they all get along it's possible for you to be republican and for your other neighbor to be democrat and for that other person to be whatever and for all all of you to be like, I don't believe in in your beliefs. I don't believe in your God. I don't I don't like the way that you dress. However, I respect that you're a human on a journey and you're doing the best you can. That's crazy that that doesn't exist right now with all the stuff that's going on. Like we're not we're clearly not angry enough. We're as as a, as a collective. Still, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know. I was uh, on the Instagram yesterday. Somehow I got onto Ariana Grande's page. You know, I was just scrolling through to get my dose to get caught up. I maybe see it once mm-hmm. every five or six months or something. Sure. Or, I don't know. It happens in brush strokes, but I was somehow led to her page through a friend's or someone's page. And I got to Mental Health Awareness Month in May. And I wanted to screenshot and send it to you, but we're here now. So I'll just tell you. But she said a post about Mental Health Awareness Month and she tagged, posted amazing um, organizations around the world who are really into mental health and who are doing good work in the space. So I was thinking for you, you should go to that specific post um, from her Mental Health Awareness 
um, you, you know, have a cover letter and write to these organizations because your message and your song and who you are and what you align to, they already have nonprofits and organizations and systems set up for someone like you who has this kind of message for your single, for Irregular, trying to lift so many mountains by ourselves, we can do that. And I've done it. So I know how difficult it is. I can support you and help, you know, make that happen because I align to those organizations as well. So, you know, maybe we can write them together separately. Um, But I think, you know, uh, Eliza's on the team. She can do a cover letter and send it off, you know, to these organizations with your your message and your song. And, and connect with these people, organizations who want artists like you who have this yeah. message because all these things need to be heard. And I'm so grateful, you know, for the listener tuning in right now. We have over 4,000 subscribers per month now and the show is growing massively. So I'm really, really excited, um, you know, to add value for you and to inspire you. And um, I'm certainly inspired. And then I, you know, text Nikki, oh, hey, you want to like do a podcast episode? And he's like, (laughs) immediately, he's just like, yes. So here we are, two artists adding value for you listening. So thank you for being here and sharing with us. Um, And then, you know, to get it, you know, to people, more people, you know, it'd be awesome to share this episode with other people, other artists, um, and, you know, celebrate and contact Nikki, definitely follow him on all social medias, and it'll be in the show notes. Uh, But I think it'd be really cool to align with those take action to align with those organization, like we did with couples therapy by putting it, you know, film freeway and putting our, our uh, improv series on film freeway which then you know now we're in competition winning a bunch of awards and stuff so we can you know yay um yeah so just uh you know that's just like an an idea that just came up but i think yeah taking action on that would be really good i i feel yeah i'm definitely i'm i'm with that i'm into that yeah i mean i've i've definitely seen one of the things that i pointed out is that if you have conversations with people that are really heavy into politics um, or people that troll, that if you actually have a conversation with them, and that's and that's a cool thing. Like I'm late to the party with TikTok, but I've been I've been posting videos on TikTok and having conversations with people. And 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 it's interesting when you talk with somebody who is super, super, let's say like, for example, conservative, because I actually had a conversation with somebody who was really, really conservative. He was like a young, young dude and was just being like super, uh, like mocking, mocking of like uh, the LGBTQ community and BLM. And, and I just was having a conversation with them. And he was just telling me how numb he was. It's like it was like a fifteen-piece conversation because he would respond, I would respond, and 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 it came down to the fact that he was numb. And mm. and I'm like, man, like I wish I wish people understood how 
the people that right now, how numb people are. Like, I'm not going to have this conversation end until people really get it. Like, I don't care if it's difficult or if it's uncomfortable or if you roll your eyes. Like, because the same person who's rolling their eyes is going to have a moment where they feel alone, where like they hit, like people, people game the system and then karma knocks on their door and they're like, hey, remember all those crazy things you did to jump ahead? Well, you, you skipped the line. So now you're going to get penalized, right? Then they're like, traumatized. Help. Yeah. And they're like, help, I need help, help, I need help. And, and, and it's just like, nope, sorry, you, you, you didn't care about anybody else when you were climbing your up to the top. Now you know how it feels that life, life is a balancer in, in that sense, you know? And, mm-hmm. and it's for me, again, when I talk with people, like you and I were talking about this earlier, like it's mind blowing to me how coaches like on the internet, a lot of times just they're still selling courses and they're still mm-hmm. doing stuff. And and then like they're having conversations with me or they're talking with me and I'm like, yo, like you're not happy. Like you are you have no idea what you're doing. Like you're just, mm-hmm. you have like a script, you have like an app that like you copy and paste this thing. And it's cool. Like I get that you're doing a job, like, and I get that we're all imperfect, but I'm saying you have, you have problems that you can't solve that are frustrating you right now. Why don't you talk about those? Like, why don't we have real conversations, real, real conversations, not like these, these like airy fairy, like, like we're all one, like we, we have to get along. I get that. We definitely, I agree. We have to get along. However, people need to understand that the person that they're not getting along with is going through something and we need to stop, in my opinion, that we need to be way more collective with our train of thought. And I feel like life is going to keep happening the way it is. I believe that's one of the reasons why this is happening because now people are like, oh, we're actually all in this together. We're actually all confused right now. Nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's a conspiracy theorist. Everyone, (laughs) every single person on planet Earth is like, I think I know what's going to (laughs) happen. And nobody knows, Um, you know, so like until people get that collective conscious thing, we're going to to continue to have these anxieties and these stressors. And it's like, yo, like be happy and, and, and just, and just feel good about who you are and care about other people. Like it feels good to help other people out, you know? So that's, I mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Love all that. Love all that. And, uh, you know, speaking, helping other people out and supporting you as an artist, which everyone should do, um, support artists, support humans. Uh, you have merch, right? You have a, we'll put in the show notes. You, you, I mean, you really got that store up. Like I was like, oh my God. And it's beautiful. Like all, all the, I was looking at it the other day. I was showing, you know, um, my niece again, (laughs) you know, cause, uh, she's an artist and I, you know, wanted her to see like, Hey, you can take your digital art and put it on everything so you have i want the socks so i'm gonna get those socks (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah you know summer's here so you even have masks which is really cool i do i do do. yeah so i'm i'm an artist i'm a creative um i went to um college of youtube and (laughs) i've I've learned technology's our friend and you know everything that i do everything i do is is with the intention of somebody just looking at at themselves and just being like wow cool i'm original how cool is it that i'm original how cool is it that i'm one of one you know like how cool is it that i'm that i'm unique 
And, and so, yeah, if you go to yonikiscorpio.com, you can click on merch. That's there. I also, I also have beats um, that I've tuned to different frequencies. This is a new form of meditation. This isn't sit down and close your eyes. This is actually keep your eyes open or closed, but turn up the volume loud mm. and, and let it out and, and celebrate yourself. And um, yeah, I'm gonna be working on some more things. I have um, I have a Patreon, and you know, I'm I'm doing something. I'm doing something independently, so that you know, every everybody wants love and everybody wants family, and and that's and that's what I'm about, and that's why I appreciate you and love you and and what you stand for because we're on the same page. That you know, like I don't care where you're from. You know, I don't care what you look like or what you believe in. Like, I want for you to feel love. And I want for you to feel like your family's good and and that y- you have that. Like, that's it's it's literally what keeps people happy long term. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you for sharing and being so vulnerable. Yeah, and I love you too. <laughs> and I'm sure all of the listeners they love you too. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely I I think that you know, it's important now to, to find that love. And, you know, I know that there are people right now that are on the edge or there are people that are going through difficult times and it's, it it sounds cheesy sometimes, but you really are love that, you know, if you and I met in person, um, especially if you're introvert, that if, if you're somebody who has a difficult time meeting people and making friends, it's, probably because you're introverted. And if you don't know what introverted is, or you kind of know, there are books about the power of being an introvert. And one of the gifts that we have is when we meet people, we pick up their thoughts sometimes if we're tuned in enough, if we really, if we really, really listen and we pick up on their feelings. And, and it's why sometimes we feel anxiety because we're feeling other people's stuff. Um, if, if I met you in real life and I saw that you were being hard on yourself or you were down, like I'm, I'm there. Like there's, you know, like we're, we're human. And I think it's important to, to find that. And if somebody's listening to this and going through a difficult time, everyone's confused. So and try, try your hardest to just be like, wow, I'm being so hard on myself. And everyone's, everyone's feeling how I'm feeling. You're not alone with the way that you feel. If you feel like the system isn't working, you're not alone and we're doing something about it. And this is actually a great time to be alive. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. We're all going to come out of this ad. We're all going to come out victorious. However, we do that when we, when we win, when we win together, when we, when we're collective. Yeah. There are uh, well said, there's a lot of different ages. Uh, there's definitely a lot of teens who write to me. Um, you know, this one boy, um, he's really deep in my heart. His dad passed, his mom's on medication and, it's really difficult. And he talked about like, you know, taking his life and stuff. So, um, yeah, he's, he'll only, I've even suggested other podcasts, like your podcast, (laughs) the Scorpio rising podcast. And and he was like, no, I only want to listen to yours. (laughs) (laughs) I can, I can relate. I can relate. Your your voice is, your voice is pretty great. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean like real, real quick, you know, like those those people are the ones that need the most love because the thing is those people that are depressed and those people that are suicidal and those people that feel anxiety they know what it is to suffer and they and the and that's the reason why they're a lot of times soft spoken because they don't want 
to hurt other people because they know what it is to hurt. And if we can give those people, right? Like Billie Eilish has a team and, you know, she got her success and now she's chilling. If everybody could have a community, if we could all do that for one another, then we can all be rock stars and we can all be in the spotlight in in that sense, man. Like we need to really, really just, yeah. Just it's family, 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 and and family, family might not look like you. Family might be just people you meet in your day to day life, but find good people and and, and stick with them, man, and celebrate yourself. Be weird, be different. Mm-hmm. Be irregular. Be irregular. Be be irregular, man. I want to have mm-hmm. the energy. I want to have the energy of the woman who doesn't fit in the like image of what women's beauty is, and she's and she's wearing clothes and she's dancing, and all of these skinny women that are insecure are judging her, and she's dancing and having a good time anyway. I want to have that kind of energy. Like it's time for us to fiercely love ourselves. It is time for us to fiercely love ourselves because when we give people just simple kindness when we have that simple kindness of just like hey i see you like you're good enough that man that sometimes like it it changes lives and it and sometimes it it makes it's a huge ripple effect i love the ripple effect i've suffered for a long time and um i've silently suffered and uh i've wanted to be this strong greek warrior and this strong businesswoman and public persona and perfectionism and the imposter syndrome and like all of it and just like just I've been through it like all of it and I'm grateful for my experiences and and I've been you know for years building up courage and the voice of like how it's going to be said or how does it come out or how to relate the message or how to connect and just in my head ruminating so much you know for it just to come out that it's just like, you know what I mean? And it's like so um, difficult. And I've had impactful conversations with you and I've told, share some things with you about that. It makes one sick to silently suffer and silently hide other people's stuff and wanting to be earlier I was saying authentic and just sharing that um you know being irregular like you know on on many different levels so um is there anything you want to share that you know you've silently suffered with yeah I really I think that's a good point that you're touching on because when you some of us have people in our lives who have had or are having certain like either it's like a health issue like it could be something with respiratory it could be you know anything really however if you go online if you do research or go to the library read a book i've heard that they're in style now if you do your research on the metaphysical connection there was always a spiritual connection. There was an emotional attachment that, for example, certain parts of the meaning behind the big C word is that it's from not feeling appreciated enough. So it's one thing to feel angry. It's another thing to internalize that, that it's okay to feel angry. However, if you hang on to that anger, if you hang on to that sadness and you ball up that I feel alone and and, and I feel unheard and you keep that inside and you live with it every day and you and and it just grows and grows and you're just okay and 
and you just sit there in the corner, you're only hurting yourself. And I know that it's easier said than done to just say, get up. However, after we hit the age of 18, we need to parent ourselves. We need to give ourselves that tough love and really look at ourselves in the mirror and be like, yo, like you're, you were five years old and you were invincible. Like you're infinite, you're free. Like this doesn't have power over you, you know, like reclaim your power. And, you know, for me, I've been, I've been to answer your question. I've been more aware of, like I said earlier in the show of depression and it, it comes from ADHD. However, for me, it, it's, it's more so of the thing that is tied to depression is your soul is crying out and saying like, you're bigger than this, you're better than this. And then you feel conflicted. And that's where depression comes from is that we have a purpose in this world. We each have a unique purpose. And when we don't follow that purpose, when we don't align with that, when we focus so much and care so much about what other people think, we get depression because we're constantly saying like, that person looks happy and I want to feel happy and I don't feel happy. And so we do all these wacky things and take all these different wacky substances and, and hang out with all these wacky people who don't even really like us or, or have our best interests just in the name of trying to, to feel better about who we are, you know? And so for me, I've instead of being angry about the fact that my that I'm not content with my life, I'm I'm understanding from you know studying spirituality and from studying different religions and cultures that all of this is is leading to something huge for me and great for me and i feel all this excitement and all of these blessings that are happening and i feel all of this magic that's happening while i'm having this difficulty mm-hmm. and i'm like okay cool so in my mind because i choose to listen to that quiet quiet little voice there that quiet voice is starting to get louder and being like oh your time is coming just stay consistent your time is coming baby just you know just a little bit longer just hang in there i know i know you want it i know you want it while i'm building and while i'm learning my lessons and and growing i'm also when i'm meeting people and when i'm connecting with people i feel invincible and bulletproof because i'm like i know that this person isn't 100 happy with their life too so like i'm not gonna to play small when i talk with this person i'm not gonna put on a show for this person i'm gonna put on a suit and tie because i want to or i'm gonna wear some jeans and a t-shirt because i want to and i'm not gonna let anybody else determine who I'm going to be or what happiness is for me, you know, that we need to, we need to really, that's, that's what it's been for me is just like finding my way, navigating my way of like, yo, I'm introverted, you know? And, and and at the same time, I want to go outside. I want to be around people. I want Mm -hmm. to, I want to be communicating with people. And I have had to go far above and beyond to psych myself to go outside and to interact with people because I haven't wanted to be around people. You know, and and I'm like, this isn't this isn't normal as a human being. Like, I should want to be around people. I shouldn't want to always be inside. And so I have had to pick myself up from the bootstraps and dust my, you know, whatever my my collar off and pick myself up and be like, yo, go out there. I know that it's weird. I know that it's difficult. Go get it. Go do it. I got, you know, and 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 that's how I'm living. And and that's how I choose to live because it's exhausting feeling mm-hmm. unheard and alone and afraid. Period. Oh yeah. Then you're just in your in your mind and once you get into the sun, once you go out, once you make the choice to go out, are you good? Like in the sun and out or when you're out, do you feel like, oh, I just want to go back home? I feel kind of, it's funny because 
I feel like I'm in a movie <laughs> and, and like, I feel like people are all watching each other staring intensely. And I definitely feel that I used to be insecure about that. And then one day I was like, oh, actually people are staring because they're intrigued. That's, that's a good thing. You know, I definitely, I feel hopeful. I'm in, well, I'm you in- are easy on the eyes. I'll tell you that anywhere I, that oh, anywhere <laughs> I film with you, every time I go somewhere with you, like you're a rock star and everyone's just like magnetized towards your glowing energy and your Thanks. spirit and your being. It's like any, anytime I go anywhere, I'm just automatically cool because I'm with you. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like, you're too kind. it's Thank like you, you're just wearing a t-shirt and jeans and you're just like, <laughs> you just show Thank up you. and Thank it's you. like, that's the vibe. Thank you. Yeah. So, so thank you. So you too, obviously I fell out my seat when I met you. So, you know, I think now is a time for us to be like, yo, we can, you can reinvent yourself right now. You can actually completely and totally reinvent yourself. I believe you can change your stars. I believe that you can, you know, recalibrate yourself, that you can get a college degree at 80 years old and you can feel something cool and joyous about that. There was actually a guy when I was taking um, my mom out to get groceries, there was a homeless guy and he was asking for money and I, I had a little change and I was talking with him and I had just found, I sent you an email for it. I forget off the top of my head, but you can get free education at an accredited school. And I was like, do you have um, internet? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, there's a library down the street, right? And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, cool. Like, what else are you going to do? Like, get money, be able to eat, but don't just hang out here all day. Like, go to the library if you can. And even if it's 15 minutes a day, like, go get an education, dude. Like, you are you can be 65 years old and, and you can have a college degree. Like, that's dope. You'll be a celebrity. You know, that I just want to say, like, there's hope. That's, if anything, that's the message that I just want to convey to people that like, you got to, you're extraordinary. And, and if you're feeling depression, if you're feeling upset right now, if you're looking at how the world is and you're, and you're feeling like you, you like, what's the point? <sighs> Cause people are talking about this, like find other people. You don't have to do something right now. It's okay to just rest and meditate. It is really, really cool to just chill out. If your bills are paid, if you're financially cool right now, if you can mentally and financially afford to chill out and do nothing, it is perfectly okay to. You do not need to meet anybody else's deadline if you don't feel like it, but find the balance. And if you're tired of feeling tired, nobody else, and and this this might be hard news to hear, but nobody else knows what you're going through and nobody really cares. And that's not a sad thing. It's like, pick yourself up, tell yourself that you're loved and stop caring about what people said to you one minute ago or 20 years ago, or when you were a little child, like it's you and it's you and it's you. And that's you're here in 2021 and 2022 and moving forward because you were designed to be in this life right now in all this chaos, because you're going to do something great. And I don't want to hear anything else. <laughs> yeah, I had um, this visual artist, Gabriel Schuldiner, on uh, the podcast this season. And he was telling me a script, like a script is a belief in our head, um, mm-hmm. you know, for the listener. Um, he was telling me this script and I was just like, 
um, who told you this? And he was like this female art dealer who represented him nine years ago. I'm like, that's a decade ago. I'm like, right. he hasn't associated with her in over four years. So think so many things have changed. And like he had the stigma and the mindset of, you know, if you're an artist, you can only like be in certain galleries. And I'm like, uh, yeah, you need to have your digital merch going. Like oh, he, now man. he's, oh, now he's an NFT artist. He he did a limited edition. He ran some NFTs um, and you're an NFT artist. So you're going to be releasing a, a series of NFTs coming up. So that's, that's really exciting. People can see that on um, Yo Nikki Scorpio and mm-hmm. everywhere. But it, it was like, yeah, like we need to like really check in with ourselves and our awarenesses of, okay, maybe this served me or didn't serve me five years ago or five days ago and check in like, is that thing that someone told me or that thing that I told myself, does that make me feel good right in this moment? That (sighs) thing that keeps going in my head over and over again? Yo, I correct people. I correct people on a regular basis. If somebody brings some weird energy into my conversation, I immediately will correct that. I had that happen today where somebody's like, oh, you you can't do this. You need a whole team. And I'm like, I, that's not my truth. That's not my truth. I was actually looking up right now. If you Google um, TikTok art um, homeless, if you, um, his name's Richard, he's an art dealer. He was, he, he used to be big time. And then he got, he became homeless and was asking for spare change. And I guess these guys on TikTok found him and like found his art and just loved his work. And so they actually created an online store and they were sharing his stuff and his pieces were selling for like 1500, like 3000, 4000. He had a whole event, had like a whole gallery. There was like a show for him, sold out, like killed it. And so, you know, again, like right now, if there was something in your life, if it's love, if it's finance, if it's personal, if it's whatever that it is, and it's not going the way that you want to, don't look at today and this month and this year as the entire chapter or the entire book. It might just be one page and and it might be a very, very long page or a couple pages. However, the book will end with the happy ending, you know, and that's important to remember right now, because again, we're living, we're living in a time where it is so, there's no explanation for it, that people are just trying to figure out like what, what in the world is going on. So instead of being afraid about that, instead of being scared about that, you can actually, like I've told you this, I've said this to you that I'm doing what I'm doing right now and I'm studying and I'm learning now because I know people are afraid right now. And if you can understand that, it's like being in a room where somebody just threw like a smoke bomb in there and everybody's like, oh my God, a smoke bomb. And you're the person who actually knew that somebody walked in and they were holding a smoke bomb and you're like, I better go to the side of the room so that I can get out of here clear and and come out ahead. They're like, you can come out of this ahead. You can come out of this collective randomness that's happening as, as like, better than when you came into it, you know, like just, just recalibrate yourself and listen to amazing people like yourself and listen to this podcast and, you know, and, and hang out with people that are on that same wavelength. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What comes up for me is a short story of um, in brushstrokes. 
I always knew I wanted to be in entertainment with the broomstick and do acting and comedy and drama. And I was, you know, in it and in it and in it. After, you know, being very successful internationally in TV and film, I just knew I was going to be taking a break from on screen. I've still been doing acting with voiceovers, but I knew I was going to be taking a break from on screen. I don't know. Like, it's like a cycle. It's just a psychological, like knowing, but I knew like I just needed to take a break and I would be back. And like you said, like a long page. It ended up being like, you know, X amount of years. And it's just like, whoa. And now it's like, whoa. And it's like, okay. Like I see the journey and experience that I went on and it was a bit longer than I thought, but I knew I would circle back around. So now I'm, you know, focused on getting back on network TV and everything. But I have, like I said, been doing voiceovers this whole entire time. And I was creating my own web series through the union with you, creating, producing short films through SAG as a director, as a producer, And so I was still entrepreneurial and I was still acting, but I wasn't like on screen, like auditioning in the system of of the entertainment industry. But I was still like, I was taking the approach of like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and the film they did and, and just hearing so many of the, you know, artists, actors at the SAG events saying, oh, you can just with the phone, just create your own content. So I was like taking the opportunity to create my own content, directing music videos, directing uh, web series and short films and and things like that. So I was still doing it, but I was doing a different lane of doing it. And I kind of just woke up and I'm just like, oh, okay. With the pandemic really being able to like slow down and see all the things that I did get involved with. It's kind of like a knowing, right? And it's kind of listening to that voice you were mentioning. And not knowing, sometimes knowing how it's going to look, maybe sometimes not knowing how it's going to look, but quieting, getting getting still and quiet and and um, trusting and having faith, like you were mentioning. So it's, it's the strongest it is required to have the strongest belief. It's beyond like, this is the funny thing. And we talked about this in another episode, like manifesting and stuff that there's all of these people that sell you these courses and sell you these books to talk about. You are abundance. You are so abundant. Look at you, you abundant human being. And then people are over here like, yeah, that's cool. But like, how do I get to the money? Like, and and it's not, it's, it's like, if you want love, you need to visualize yourself feeling so loved and if you grew up in an environment where you weren't loved right where your where your parents didn't give you the kind of love that you're looking for it almost feels uncomfortable or like awkward to feel those feelings or but maybe feel annoying that it could trigger people to think of actually like the the actual thing that they want like we need to get to a place of beyond everything that I know, beyond everything that I was taught. And even if somebody looks at me and they laugh at me, like how people laughed at Lil Yachty, they laughed at him and he was like, no, my music is dope. I'm telling you, like, it's good. And he made it off of that belief. They're like, keep that energy of, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care that the world is on fire. I don't care that there's fireballs falling from the sky. I see myself in a beautiful island. I see myself in love. I see myself with the family and I'm financially free. And, and I'm telling you right now, if you keep that same energy and you and you take action and take small steps or big steps to stay in alignment with that, it's a long, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. If you understand that, you'll get it and you'll get it like it's never been gotten before. 
Some people aren't visual people. Some people have right. an irritation or get in their head. I know I'm, I'm a visionary and I am, you know, creator. And I know with myself, when I've tried to envision like what you said and yeah. for myself, I know I've had conflicting moments of actual visualizing it. I guess something I can offer would be, um, to journal and to write it down. If you're not a visual person, maybe write it down. I want to be on this island or I, I see myself in a beautiful home. Like maybe yeah. write it down because the hand is connected to the heart. Do you have um, suggestions and ideas if people aren't very visual of yeah. how they can um, manifest that um, into existence? First of all, what I was going to say is the whole reason why I started focusing on this was actually partially like when you and I first started hanging out when I went to Los Angeles and I was you know in a nice part of LA and I was in an environment where I was like I could see myself being around this kind of energy on a regular basis this feels pretty good and and then at the same time like there was all this insecurity and uncomfortable energy that came up and I felt like people were judging me and I was like that's really weird this is quite literally everything that I've ever talked about in my life and now you know here it is and I feel so uncomfortable and I was like well logically if that's what I want and logically if I feel uncomfortable I need to do something so that I can like walk my talk you know and it led me on this journey of realizing how deep these limiting beliefs were. And so I would say the first part of it is when it comes to whatever it is that you want, right? And again, I want to take money out the equation because everybody wants money, but money isn't what's going to make us happy. It's love. Let's say, for example, let's say that you're single, right? And so you want to be in a relationship. Let's say that maybe the last relationship you were in, the person didn't treat you with respect. And you want to be with somebody who's going to treat you with respect, but maybe you, you've never been in that kind of relationship. Maybe you don't know anybody who's like that. And so if you're thinking about being in that relationship and then it feels unknown or uncomfortable, that's step one. That's the first step. You've already, you've already begun your journey because now you're realizing if you can slow down, you're like, wow, that's interesting. I want a healthy relationship. Like do the same process that I did. Wow, that's interesting. I said that I wanted a healthy relationship. And now when I'm actually seeing the healthy relationship, this feels uncomfortable for me. Clearly I need to do some work so that when I'm around this person who wants to give me love, I can actually receive it. Cause it's, it's one thing to say you want to be in love. And then when somebody's like, I love you, you're like, no, that's not my translation. My Google translator is not translating it that way. It translates into, I can't trust you. And, <laughs> and so it, it gets difficult. So part of it is being aware while you're in this manifesting journey, be aware of what your thoughts are when it comes to your happiness and to your joy. And on a regular basis, when you wake up, when you walk into the bathroom, when you're getting ready for your day, look at your mirror, look into your mirror, look into your eyes, into your soul, and look at yourself feeling in love and feeling the feeling that you want to feel, and then feel how good it feels and do this two or three times a day, you know, and keep doing that and have conversations that stay in alignment with that. And don't nod your head if somebody tells you you're not going to find that love or that you need to do something weird or different that you don't align with, you know, like just visualize it and walk into it. And if you can't visualize it, just feel the feeling of what it would feel like. You don't have to see it, but can you actually physically be sitting on your bed or be driving in your car and just be like, wow, I'm going to my job 
and I'm in love. I cannot believe that I have a job and I'm getting paid and I'm happy that I'm getting paid and I'm in a romantic relationship. This is so amazing. I'm so grateful for that. That's part of it. And again, just with every ounce that you have, believe that it's already there. The last part of this is that even in the Bible that it's been mistranslated. When you pray, you're supposed to pray like you already have it. But we've been taught that that's like greedy or that you're not supposed to, you're supposed to be humble, that you're supposed to say, oh, dear God, I want a straw hut that is made out of 15 pieces of straw. That will be fine for me. Everybody else can have their mansions. I'm a humble servant God. No, God, God made everything that exists and wants for you to experience it. That's why I was made. That's why I was created. So stay in that kind of place, you know, and just be aware of your thoughts, you know, just be aware, give yourself a week to say for the next week, I'm going to listen intensely to my inner voice, my inner dialogue, and I'm going to listen intensely to how I, to what the first thought is when what I want comes up, or I'm going to listen intensely to the people around me. If I'm talking about, I want more money and I want to get out of the situation I'm in, or I want to be more spiritual and I want to connect with, you know, God more, or I want to go live in the woods. If people laugh at you, get a big pair of scissors and cut the cord, cut them out of your life. See you later. I, yeah. it's, it's, it's energy. It's a vibration. And the more that you connect with that vibration, the more you connect with that energy and you, and you attune to that frequency, to that energy, the more that you put yourself at that energy, you will naturally attract other people like, oh, you want love? I got somebody. They're a CEO. They're good. They're perfect. And they respect you and, and you can have it all. You're like, wow, cool. Amazing. You know, so that's, that's part of it. Uh, who, where, when you're uh, down and depressed and shaking and in a vulnerable state, uh, what is one or two things that you do um, to get yourself um, back to a centered place? Or yeah. is there a, a video, a YouTube or someone that you follow that you uh, put on or tune into to, you know, for practice along the way um, to help some maybe people who are feeling irregular and yeah. down and out maybe? I would say one of the things that I've that I've done, which I don't even know how I learned this. I think I just said it out loud one day and was like, oh, that makes sense. Cool. I was going through such a, a difficult time and nothing made sense. And I felt like I couldn't speak to anybody about what I was going through for many different reasons. And there was all this overwhelm. And, and I sat down and I said, well, I believe in reincarnation. I believe that I'm an infinite being. I believe this isn't going to be my last lifetime. Definitely wasn't my first. I've definitely, <laughs> I've done this dance before, you know, that I told myself, I said, it's just a life. You're going to have another one and you're going to have a new set of rules and, and new beliefs and new people in your life. So like, don't make this experience be the be all and the end all of who you are. Your soul and your spirit are infinite. And in fact, Again, at the beginning of our conversation, if you and I were simply taught how life really works, how our souls really work, why we feel the feelings that we feel, all these conversations wouldn't even exist. 90% of the podcasts and gurus and YouTube channels wouldn't even exist because there'd be no need to explain to people. It would be a commonality to know that you have karma from your last lifetime. I tell myself that. I'm like, I was not a saint in my last lifetime. In other lifetimes, I've been really good. And in other lifetimes, I've been really bad. I've been the jerk. And, and I think people need to understand that and, and look at that, that there are, there's not just one reason why you're feeling why you're feeling. So, you know, again, don't make what you're going through be the definition of what your life is. Because if you were five years old and you, and, and you saw your mom or your dad going through it, 
you would just go straight to a place of joy and a place of peace. And that's the truth. That's God. That's the real. We're living in an illusion. It's a gift that we're depressed. It's a gift that we're angry. It's a gift that it hurts. Why? Why? Because it doesn't feel like a gift. It's a gift because whatever we believe in or whatever we don't believe in is saying, I'm going to get you out of this place. And until you get out of this place, I'm going to make it uncomfortable for you until you actually make the leap and you take the chance. We've never accomplished anything from just simply saying, wow, today was a cool day that we can accomplish amazing things when we feel really happy. We can manifest great things when we feel joy. However, when that irritability comes up, that's just saying like, you want to be better? Or you want to stay the same? You can reinvent yourself right now. You can feel better. You can you can look at this, that, that this person who loves you is making you want to punch them or 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 drive off the road or like scream at the top of your lungs you can take a look at that or you can keep hating that person what you have a choice here you know so that's what i would say and, and also i would say find your community even if it's online like tiktok is a really cool place you know reddit is a very supportive community there are places online there are facebook groups there are groups specifically do you have anyone specific for me like i know you know and i i, I don't practice it but I know Wim Hof breath um, on YouTube was, yeah. you know, very good for me personally a couple times. I know you enjoyed it. Um, Esther Hicks, yes. Abraham Hicks. I love, she's a go-to person. I'll pop on if I just need to get to a, you know, a place to shift my focus. Actually, um, I really, again, I was late to the party with TikTok, but TikTok's algorithm is really cool that I've aligned my algorithm. Again, you can recalibrate your algorithm. You can type in certain hashtags and you can just start liking everything within that hashtag. And all of a sudden, because, you know, TikTok, when you go through the Explorer, you go through the feed, you're getting a combination of videos and people going live. So like, there, I don't even know what the guy's name is, but every time when I'm scrolling through the feed, he's going live and he's got a soundboard. So I'm like, cool. I just stepped into a sound bowl healing, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, and then like all the people that I'm following are showing conspiracies and ways to heal and cool tips and trips for music. So everything that I'm getting is inspiring me in some way, shape or form. It's somebody they're saying like, Hey, look, millions of years ago, all this stuff that you were never taught about existed. Hey, look at this guy standing next to a skull and the skull is three times bigger than that man's entire body. Maybe there's more to the reason. <laughs> maybe there's more to life than then what you know what's going on. That gives me peace. I would say, be a seeker, be a truth seeker, go down the rabbit hole, mm -hmm. learn, learn different religions, because the more you learn about different stuff that's not taught in conventional education, the more you're like, oh, nobody knows the meaning of life. Nobody knows why we're here. So I can create my own destiny. I, that doesn't have to be a scary. Okay, thing. Socrates. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh like, yeah. I'm, no, I'm I mean like, that's his wow. definition of a philosopher is as a seeker, is a is a philosopher, lover of wisdom, a seeker. Uh, you know, um, Socrates. I'm his younger sister. So wow. yeah. You must yeah. moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Socrates are like connected. So yeah. it's probably yeah, some it's of those Greek vibes rubbing off on you. <laughs> word. Yeah. Just seek the knowledge and learn about your, your roots and learn about like, you know, subscribe to what's that channel? Subscribe to Gaia. Um, mm -hmm. Look up uh, the number four, look up forbidden knowledge. Look at what he talks about. He, he says some of the coolest things. This man has dedicated his life to, to researching about how earth works and, and about extraterrestrials. There's so much going on in this world where 
where for me, when I learned all of that, I was like, again, instead of being depressed about, oh my God, there's so much stuff. It's like, oh, we're way more powerful than we ever realized. We can call on angels. We can create miracles. We can ask for help and help arrives. We can manifest relationships and we can manifest opportunities with no prior knowledge, with no connections. We can achieve greatness. We can pray to a deity, to an entity that we have never seen. The closest thing I've ever seen to God was light, was pure light at the hardest time in my life. And I understood that that was God. That's the word that we gave to it, right? But seek knowledge and go down the rabbit hole because when you start to to do this, then you get a sense of peace of, oh, my ancestors used to talk about this and they were just focused on elevation. And the thing that I'm really missing is a sense of who I am. There's a void when I don't like other people, when I lash out at other people, when I attack other people, it's because inside there's a void within me and I need to connect with my culture, connect with my roots and know who I am. Your design. And that is your design. design. That for me personally, that keeps me going. That gets me past the depression. That makes me have those days or weeks where I'm like, I'm doing absolutely nothing. I'm not going to call anybody. I'm not going to tell anybody all the seeds that I'm planting and thank God for the internet and for outsourcing so I can be depressed and I'm still getting followers and I'm still getting posts out when I'm having those rough days. But like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to be completely comfortable in the fact that I'm not comfortable and I'm just going to, I'm going to be there and I'm, and I'm good with that. And I'm, and if you're uncomfortable, then scroll away, have fun. Stroll away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You actually um, introduced me to Forbidden Knowledge and I had him on the podcast season two. So uh, definitely uh, check out Forbidden Knowledge. He's definitely really cool. That was an awesome chat we had. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I appreciate you sharing everything and uh, keep rocking and rolling. And so, um, yeah, you're just going to be promoting you regular. You're focused on the single, although you have a whole album to put out (laughs) and all of the songs are amazing and so good. So I nudge you to release more sooner than later. I just released, uh, I just started, I just launched my YouTube channel, The Nikki Scorpio Show. So if you go on YouTube and you type in The Nikki Scorpio Show, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I have some unreleased exclusive bangers for the family. So definitely, yeah, and Irregular is up on there. It's on all streaming services and there's going to be NFTs and all that greatness. And yeah, more more music on the way. I'm doing, um, I'm creating my own little cartoon show. Just uh, if you like, if you rock with the message, let's be family. Let's let's kick it. Let's build. Let's take like-minded energy and create greatness, man. Let's, let's win together. I love that. I love when people win. I love hearing good news from people. I love seeing other people succeed. I'm not like those other people in your family or in your circle who laugh when you tell them your big dreams. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, yeah. Love that. And then um, you have a really cool podcast called uh, uh, Scorpio Rising. So you're in uh, season two right now, right? Uh, Yes, I do have a really cool podcast called Scorpio Rising. And that's what it's all about. It's all about elevation. It's for those of us that look at how the world is and see that there's ways where it can be greater or that we're in a matrix. So if you're, if you're looking for somebody who's like-minded, 
and I definitely talk about my story. My story is pretty wild. If you listen to season one, the first episode and hear my story, you'll you'll see why I have the perspective, why I do and why I really I'm into the we're all one thing and, and why I also I'm standing up for people who tell everybody they're okay when they're not okay. So definitely that's on that's on yonikiscorpio.com. And um, this season is all about being different. I just, everybody, every single person on this earth feels like they don't belong or feels like they're weird or they're different. I, well, like speaking speaking of what you just said, uh, I would like to share, because I asked you a bit ago, like, what's something you're going through or a secret or something, and I'm hacking and holding myself accountable based on everything we've talked about, uh, everything we've talked about and and how I'm feeling I recently told someone, I've only told like, I think like two people this ever, but I recently told someone, hey, this. And so I thought, you know, this is what I'm going to share right now with you. I remember when I was, I think around like eight years old, I, I think I was just sent to my room a lot, but I remember just like it being nighttime and I would literally put my face into the pillow multiple times and I would be screaming and crying and hot and just crying and crying and just having so much like snot. But I yeah. try to suffocate myself so many times and I try to kill myself with the pillow. I would just like try to suffocate myself and I would scream to God and I would be so mad and I was wanting God to take me back. And I was like, why am I here? Why is this happening? Why is this felt like such torture? And, and I didn't remember that for like a long time until I just shared it just this past week. And I really was reflecting on that. And I was really feeling like where I was and like how mad I was and how frustrated and how angry I was. And I buried that down. Like I suffocated my face in the pillow not just once, multiple times. My parents don't know that. And like, of course, people at school don't know this. And so I can't imagine how we feel certain things of such torture and we bury it down. And then we continue to keep doing that and putting the layers on. And this causes the depression and the splits and all the other stuff that we take on. And I'm just really just unloading this armor and uh, speaking up and speaking these things out. So I wanted to, you know, share that kind of deep, dark secret. um, So it's just not so inside of me, you know. That's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, thank you for, for sharing. I, I, I can't imagine. However, I, I will, I will share since you shared with me, and I might've told you this before, but like my mom will tell you that when I was younger and my mom's very smart, very well-spoken, very educated, not out there conspiracy theory, staring at the moon, wearing a tinfoil hat. Okay. This is a well-educated, successful woman that when I was younger, like when I was about like two, three years old. And I remember this, which is is really wild. One of the things that I remember when I was younger, when I was about two or three years old, is that I did not want to be here. And I remember yelling that. I remember how much I hated it. That like I would scream and scream and scream. And my mom would literally hold me with my legs pressed against my chest. We would be outside in our backyard and we had like a like a swing, like a big swing. And she would just rock me and she would sing to me and I would scream and eventually it would calm down. My mom would have dreams and would have visions saying, sing him back or you're going to lose him. And I remember when I was younger, I hated it. 
And then like around four years old, it just completely like everything just clicked and I was fine. And my mom and other people in my life would go, I've been to people and they've told me this. I've had more than, I think like three, if not four different people tell me that in many other lifetimes, I've consistently been a king or a leader or a person in charge that I've been like either the commander or like the second person in charge or somebody from influence, somebody upper middle class or upper class connected with politicians and people of of influence and, and power, et cetera, so on and so forth. You know, I came into this world Again, this sounds wacky in a, in, in, a, in a regular conversation from last year, but this is this is all all reincarnation is a documented factual thing that I came into this lifetime and was like, well, I was kind of a jerk to people before and I need to clear that karma. And so, you know, put me in a, put me, put me in the hood, <laughs> take me to the poverty. And Robin like, Hood, and, and, just and, and, different, and, and, different, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm chilling in, in whatever you believe in heaven, paradise, or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, God, I got you. Yeah, I need to work on some things. Cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. That's, yeah, that's doable. So I'm not going to have money. That's fine. I mean, yeah, sure. I, I guess. How hard can it be? And and this is the comic version that I tell people where God's like, you know, you remember what it was like in the last lifetime. And you know, you're not going to remember when you get down there, right? You know, you're going to forget all this. That's the rule number one in the game is that as soon as you get down there, you, you, you forget everything that you did. You're like, yeah, 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 that's cool. And then you get down to earth and you're just like, like, what is this? Like in my mind, I'm like, where, where are my, where, where's my butler? Where's my, where's my maid? Like, like, this is disgusting. Like, like, serve me. Like, where's my, where's my breakfast? Like, why isn't, why isn't the house clean? Like, who's going to take me to, to my private school? You know, like, where's my money that we, we forget about these things. And there's so many different connections to karma, even to pain, when people have physical pains in their body, that it's connected to past lifetime. When you see people who have things with their body where it looks not normal, it's connected. And when you understand that, instead of being depressed and being like, I hate this life, you can be like, well, I just don't feel comfortable in this life, but that's why I'm here that I'm actually meant to learn something and I'm meant to grow and evolve from it. But we weren't taught that. And when I, when I started to really understand this, that I'm in this life because I need to right some wrongs that I did, then I'm like, oh, cool. So this is charity work. <laughs> but like, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm going to evolve. I'm not going to take advantage of people. And if you do take advantage of people, I'm telling you, you're going to, you're going to get it in the next lifetime. You can be like, well, I guess I shouldn't have uh, taken people's hard earned money and, and taken advantage of them. Silly me, you know, and just understanding that kind of concept. If you really get that, if you really study it and you learn it and you understand that conceptually, when when you have those moments of depression or frustration, then you can be like, oh, at the base, at the root of everything, at least I know I'm fighting the good fight. I'm breaking generational trauma. I'm stepping into uncharted, unexplored lands, unexplored territory. I'm doing what hasn't been done. Before. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of the movie Soul. Right. Exactly. Love that. Love that movie. And, and yeah. actually that movie was such a success. Like in, in China, it, it, it did really, really phenomenally well. Yeah. Like people need to understand this, this concept, man. Like need or get to Sean and Harry Paul would say, we get to understand the concepts. I, I understand the importance of language. I think at this point, 
really though, I really think we need to. I think it's at a point where when you're looking and you're seeing at how there are people making money off of us being divided. And thankfully, like reporters are like, there was, I forget what their name was, this woman recently like exposed a, a big uh, media outlet and, and left her job because they were hiding the truth. That like, again, you have to understand there are two wings on a bird. So if you're the left wing, if your right wing isn't flying high too, the bird doesn't fly. So if you understand that concept, and you want to fly, or you can just stay on the ground and be like, help, I need another wing. But I personally want to fly and I want to soar. So I understand that I need to get along with the person that I don't understand and I don't like in that moment. You know, like that gives me, that's another thing that gives me peace. We need to, to understand this. That like if you're somebody who knows every single thing that's going on on MSNBC or CNN or Fox News, if you are up to speed, you need to take a break because it doesn't matter which side you believe in. It doesn't matter which side you follow until all the sides are being acknowledged, until we can all respect that we are all made differently, we all have different beliefs, and <laughs> we're all being played. So if we can come together, we can actually change that. Like what's the place Vision Vision um, Valley. talks about? No, the the Estonia? Estonia. Yeah. yeah. They, they did it in Estonia. There was corrupt politicians. Now all the politicians are 30, 40 years old and they have Teslas for taxis and it's a medieval cryptocurrency place because they were tired of old people completely unaware of, of what's going on, taking all their money. And, and so everybody came together. We can do the same thing. I'm not talking Robots. about crazy riot. I'm talking about like, yeah, we can, we can do this in a legal and peaceful and educated way. Robots, so, robots yeah. that uh, robots yeah. that deliver the mail, exactly. the daily it's, mail. It's, yeah, so it's it's possible, you know. It's it's again, it's just be weird, be different, be irregular. And if all of your family is like, oh, look at him over there, he's so different. He only eats plant based, or he only he doesn't want to watch the news, or she wants to wear rainbow colored clothing and, and color her hair, or she wants to dress and be non-binary. Like you have family right here. You have family right here and you have a, and you can find your people and you can find your community. And when you have enough like-minded people who are all different and who are all weird, make history, study the real history because all the people that made history were all weird in comparison to how everybody else was. So be different. Mm -hmm. Biggie Smalls, sky's the limit. Exactly. And what's the other one they say? They say, aim for the moon. And if you miss, you'll hit the stars. It's cheesy, but it's true, man. Like, just be, just be weird and just be confident in being weird. Like, practice that. Practice dressing uncomfortable. Like, I, the one thing that I love about COVID that happened with COVID is that I can now go outside and be like, I'm not attractively dressed. I did not put on my outfit thinking like, I want to look sharp and be on point today. I put on my outfit of like, I need to go outside and I have errands that I have to do that I have that have to get done or I just want to eat food. I do not care how people see me because this mask takes, I don't know if you relate, it takes away like 50% of the attractiveness. I'm like, there's a whole <laughs> jawline, there's like a whole face going on. You're not, I'm a ninja to you right now. And it, I got, again, you find the blessings, you find the blessings and you count the blessings. I was like, cool. Now I, I really, truly don't care how people perceive me, you know? So mm -hmm. just, yeah, just be weird, man. Be different.
Irregular. Be irregular. Be irregular. Just be in the moment. Irregular. So uh, uh, honing it in, wrapping it up here. Um, not lightning round, but some fun things. So who's uh, your favorite musician, rapper, inspiration, and why? Tupac. Tupac proved that poetry is is powerful, that poetry can can start a revolution. Which musician, rapper, artist do people say you look like? Hmm. I've gotten Eminem. I've gotten, um, I don't know, like people say more like energy, like Linkin Park. I don't know. I get I get different comparisons. Somebody told me that I looked like uh, Billy Idol, eighties uh. rocker. Um, I've gotten Sting. I mean, it, it's I'm I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a chameleon. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. I actually, um, when I was in New York years ago, before you and I even met, that I had a I had a hat on backwards, and this girl from London came up to me and was like, "Oh my God, Machine Gun Kelly!" And I was like, "No, I'm Tommy Gun Charlie." And, and <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but his hair is just like bleach blonde, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Who, um, which musician, artist do people say you sound like? Like your vocal quality, your tone? Or like, mm. yeah. Well, a regular, a regular was actually my first time singing falsetto and I've gotten the Bee Gees, <laughs> which I'll definitely take. Um, you know, again, I get it's interesting because I feel like vocally my like where I go to is more rock and roll. But when I'm producing and when I'm selecting beats, I love like 808s. I love trap. I love hip hop, you know, in the same way, like Amy Winehouse, not comparing myself. I'm just saying Amy Winehouse created kind of like break beats and kind of like a hip hop vibe meets, you know, classic R&B and, and rock and paved their own way. Um, I've gotten a lot of different references in, in rock and roll. You I too. Pe- the Bono. People yeah. have, I've heard people say that. The U2, the Bono, Peter Gabriel. Yeah, I think I think for me, like somebody who I admire really and, and who I would love to be in the same realm in my own unique way is Sting. Because Sting is a very spiritual being. And also, like you listen to, for example, a lot of people would know uh, Desert Rose. You know, that was one of his like more mainstream kind of songs. But like for me, it's more so about I learned that I'm a storyteller. So everything that I'm doing is about telling the story. I like artists who who can tell a story. Well, I remember uh, one time years ago when we were making an album together, the singing coach said um, that you write like Sting. Oh, that's wild. I don't even remember that. But yeah, that's a great compliment. Yeah. Yeah, he said you were a songwriter like Sting. And I remember one time we were with this guy who was from Michigan and he worked at some label. He was a manager or something. And he listened to um, music we made together. And he said you sounded like Chris Martin. So, yeah, I mean, for me, singing has always been a thing that I've done. However, I started off rapping. Uh, my freestyle game is is, oh. is up there. Oh, you know? well, come on. I'm putting you on the spot. Like it's, you know what, you know what hot. Mm-hmm. Got to get it going on. I'm, I'm doing silly things to <laughs> kind of shift you in the mood, if you know what I'm saying. Just kidding. Uh, well, I'm, I'm not from- bragging, but I stay with the dragon. There's a dragon on the Zoom screen. You're not seeing how I'm 
making everything go 360 degrees, make eyes and hearts and soul go on freeze. Please take a deep breath, be at ease. Cause this whole life we're walking the line like trapeze. I'm trying to go overseas, learn Japanese, eat some sushi with people whose minds are free. Spiritually rock with me off the top of the dome. Poetry, woe is me, oh is he. Old school and new school, play the fool. Used to do things as usual, but now I'm not typical. Walking, talking, biblical, like a jewel. Do what I do and leave you drool, drooling in the pool. Super ridicule, but now I'm on top. Nonstop on the guap, cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. Something, something, something. Thank something. you. Thank you. Love that. And I make trap beats. I'm actually releasing some trap songs. And since you like the trap, I, I don't know, maybe you put some vocals to it or something. I don't know. I'll send you the beat and I'll see if you feel the heat. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so I've I've always I've always I've always loved music. I grew up in a very musical family. You know, my my grandparents, my grandfather was a reverend, and my grandmother was a missionary, and they would always sing and and had beautiful voices. And so, like, I got that passed down to me. My my grandfather could sing higher and lower than I can. He had an amazing voice. My mom has an amazing voice. You know, I grew up listening to really, really great music and eclectic music. And for me, again, it's music heals, you know, like there's times everybody's had one of these moments where you're just going through something like real heavy and all of a sudden just the right song comes on. And it's like, that doesn't even matter anymore. And and I feel like we can still access that, but I feel like in modern music and in modern art that needs to, to make a comeback. I feel like we need to make art that gives people that excitement and gives people that sense of hope. And so I'm doing my part to inspire people to say like, I know you're going through a difficult time. Here's something you can listen to and just turn it up the same way. Like I listen to, you know, Eminem, I listen to Tupac, I listen to different music and, and, um, and when I was younger and I could just listen to it and, and all of a sudden, you know, things didn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, speaking up, I feel like uh, Ocean Eyes, uh, Billie Eilish, she has an amazing song. And I feel like, you know, that song and so many songs make me feel that way. And you have some Ocean Eyes over there. You have that vibe. You said you're with your grandpa and um, his lower timber voice. And with your eyes, you have those bedroom eyes. Yeah, I was watching her. I'm like obsessed with her documentary and I'm her eyes and how she has those bedroom eyes like you do, you know, those ocean eyes, your yeah. big, beautiful blue eyes. Uh, I, I wish you all the best in your life, health, success, career. Uh, lastly, before we are over and out, because in your freestyle, you were mentioning you know, sushi and traveling and, um, and being on, she's all over the place. Where's one place or two in the world that you haven't been yet that you really want to go to, or that you look forward to going to Japan for sure. And Russia, actually, like I have, I have a really interesting connection with like the Russian culture. Like I rock with Russians. And when I'm in New York, people think that I'm Russian um it's pretty wild it's it's dope though i i I love their energy in japan like i just like i remember when i was living in new york at the beginning of it there was like a what was that that tsunami um that happened and people were just so positive 
I'm like, yo, like you're like, when you go back home, it's going to be like, you know, it was decimated to a certain degree. I love their culture and, and excitement and, you know, the healthiest people Japan, they say is like the healthiest culture in the world. You know, I just, mm -hmm. I, I, for me, I want to, I just, I love culture. I love seeing how different people operate and, you know, again, as a seeker, you take bits and pieces. You're like, oh, that's cool. There's there's more balance in Japan. Like they don't just work and work and work. Like you can take breaks in Germany and in Spain. Like you can take a siesta and 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 you can relax. You know, so that mm -hmm. those are those are definitely two different places. Plus, like Russia, like they they definitely they Russia loves the music. So I mean, I know. I said lastly, but uh, you do do voiceovers. So if, if an ad agency or a client or someone hears this, they can definitely book Nikki Scorpio. You're with one of the top five voiceover agencies in the world. You're with Vox, same voiceover agency yes. as with me. And you can do a little bit of a Russian accent, right? You want to give us some of your Russian? Well, when uh, people, they come up to me, it's not that I can speak the language, but it's more, I think it's like the haircut, the vibe that I give off because I look very European. So when they come up to me, they say, Privyet. I say, no, I'm not Russian, but I'm from uh, West Coast, like uh, Tupac. And and uh, then I have a conversation and uh, tell them that it is not a practical joke. So it is uh, something like that. Wonderful. Da. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean that in 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 respect. Now, I, I love, I love the, and you know what's wild is I actually I did my DNA test and um, I'm one percent Russian, and I just I want to know what the story was. <laughs> I want to know like what was the day of the week, like what was the mood, was there wine involved, like was it just like hey, like strangers in the night, like from Sinatra? I mean, I'm one percent Russian. Like, how does that like what one <laughs> percent? <laughs> One percent. We made it. We made it though. I'm like, that's as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's the connection. That's why I have so many different friends that are Russian because they they feel they feel the vibes. We take that one percent, we turn it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, speaking of turning it up, uh, is it cool if we play irregular? Yes, please. Yeah, definitely turn it up for sure. I produced this, wrote this, and I hope you enjoy it for all of us who feel different and feel irregular and are tired of feeling bad about it. This one is for us. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to turn it up with the regular and we just tuned in with Nikki Scorpio and uh, yeah, check out the show notes, follow his journey, be a part of his journey. And uh, yeah, I hope you are inspired and uplifted and yeah, tune into the sophisticated psychos uh, YouTube channel and uh, yo Nikki Scorpio uh, music YouTube channel, a uh, SoundCloud Get the music, download it for free. If uh, any DJs are hearing the music, there's the acapella on SoundCloud. You can uh, download it and uh, do yep. a remix, and that yep. is welcomed. Yes, please. And uh, yeah, cool. We'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Over and out. All right. Be kind to yourself. Peace.
Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki, over and out. <laughs>